Welcome to Constructed Curiosity, a podcast that aims to expand your horizons and promote personal growth by exploring various topics and having conversations with extraordinary people. I'm your host, Casey Sprague. Thank you for joining me, and let's start the show. Thank you for joining me on Constructed Curiosity as Monday Motivation Minutes. So today's episode is going to be focused on Memorial Day, and our word is going to be sacrifice. So sacrifice is the destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else. So with that in mind, we're going to be taking this episode in a different direction. We're going to be looking at final letters from fallen service members and reviewing those as we go through today. So the first one I'm going to be talking about is First Lieutenant Dean Allen. So Dean Allen was in the Vietnam War, and this is the last letter he sent home. Being a good platoon leader is a lonely job. It got so dark I had to stop last night. Writing like that doesn't really do much good because you aren't here to answer or discuss something. I guess it helps a little, though, because you are the only one I would want to say these things to. Maybe sometime I'll try to tell you how scared I am or have been or am now. Sometimes I really wonder how I'll make it. My luck is running way too good right now. I just hope it lasts. Don't worry about what I've said. These are just things I have to think about sometimes. I am so healthy. I can't get a day out of the field. And you know, I'm too damn mean to die. Sorry I haven't written more, but the weather is against me. You can't write out here when it rains hour after hour. I love you with all my heart. All my love, always, Dean. Lieutenant Allen was killed four days later in Vietnam. The next letter comes from Sergeant David Kerr, who served in the First World War. Tomorrow, the first totally American drive commences, and it gives me inexpressible joy and pride to know that I shall be present to do my share. Should I go under... Therefore, I want you to know that I went without any terror or fear, and that my chief worry is the grief my death will bring to those so dear to me. Since having found myself in Mary, there has been much to make life sweet and glorious, but death, while distasteful, is in no way terrible. I feel wonderfully strong to do my share well, and for my sake, you must try to drown your sorrow in the pride and satisfaction the knowledge that I died well in so clean a cause as is ours should bring to you. Remember how proud I have always been of your superb pluck. Keep Elizabeth's future in mind and don't permit my death to bow your head. My personal belongings will be sent to you. Your good taste will tell you which to send to Mary. May God bless and keep you, dear heart, and be kind to little Elizabeth and those others I love so well. David. David was killed a few days later during the offensive. The next letter comes from 2nd Lieutenant Tommy Kennedy, who served in the Second World War. Mommy and Dad, it's pretty hard to check out this way without a fighting chance, but we can't live forever. I'm not afraid to die. I just hate the, the thought of not seeing you again. Buy Turkey Ranch with my money, and think of me often while you're there. Make liberal donations to both sisters. See that Gary has a new car his first year of his high school. I'm sending Walt's medals to his mother. He gave them to me in September of 42, the last time I saw him and Bud. They went to Japan. I guess you can tell Patty that fate just didn't want us to be together. Hold a nice service for me in Baskerfield and put a headstone in the new cemetery. Take care of my nieces and nephews. Don't let them ever want anything as I want even warmth and water now. Loving and waiting for you and the world beyond, 
your son, Lieutenant Tommy Kennedy. Lieutenant Kennedy was captured in the Philippines and perished in a POW camp. Sergeant Josh Rapko served in Afghanistan. Dear Mother, I am writing this letter before I leave. I couldn't say that I wanted to over the phone. First, I want to let you to say I love you so much. You were always there for me, even though I would never talk about my problems. Second, you gave me the options to be a man, giving me slack in the rope to try to make the right decisions. No matter what, you always believed in me, no matter how much of a punk I was to you. We are leaving for Bagram to flush out 600 Taliban soldiers from the mountains. This is the biggest battle in the war on terrorism. We already sustained 30 casualties and one KIA. I don't want you to worry about me. I know you will because I'm your son. But I'm not afraid to die, for sometimes that is right. I just hope that I made you proud, and if I don't, come home for any reason for any reason i just want you to know i'll always be with you i want you to know you raised the cream of the crop well mom i have to go now all that i have said here are words from the heart and i mean every last one of them tell aunt joyce i said hi and i love her i hope to see you soon but if that doesn't work out i just needed you to know how i felt i love and miss you take care of your always in my thoughts your loving son josh so Sergeant Harapko actually survived Afghanistan, but died in a helicopter crash during training about a year later. He held on to this letter until a few days before the fatal accident, and then he gave it to his mother. The last letter I want to share comes from Major Sullivan Ballou from the Civil War. My very dear wife, indications are strong that we shall move in a few days, perhaps tomorrow. Lest I should not be able to write you again, I feel impelled to write a few lines that may fall under your eye when I shall be no more. Our movement may be one of a few days duration and full of pleasure, and it may be one of severe conflict and death to me. Not my will, but thine. O oh God be done. If it is necessary that I should fall on the battlefield for any country, I am ready. I have no misgivings about or lack of confidence in the cause that I am engaged, and my courage does not halt or falter. I know how strongly American civilization now leans upon the triumph of government, and how great a debt we owe to those who went before us through the blood and suffering of the revolution. But I am willing, perfectly willing, to lay down my joys in this life to help maintain this government and pay that debt. But, my dear wife, when I know that with my own joys I shall I lay down nearly all of yours and replace them in this life with care and sorrows, and after having eaten for long years the bitter fruit of orphanage myself, I must offer it as the only sustenance to my dear little children. Is it weak or dishonorable, while the banner of my purpose floats calmly and proudly in the breeze, that my unbounded love for you, my darling wife and children, should struggle in fierce though useless contest with the love for my country? I cannot describe to you my feelings on this calm summer night. When two thousand men are sleeping around me, many of them enjoying the last, perhaps before that death. And I suspicious that death is creeping behind me with its fatal dart. I am communing with God, my country, and thee. I have sought most closely and diligently, and often in my breast, for the wrong motive in this hazarding the happiness of those I loved, and I could not find one. A pure love of my country and of its principles, I have often advocated before the people, in the name of honor, that I love more than I fear death, 
have called upon me and I have obeyed. Sarah, my love for you is deathless. It seems to bind me to the mighty cables that nothing but omnipotence but can break. And yet, my love for this country comes to me over a strong wind and bears me arrestable on the, with all of the chains to the battlefield. The memories of all the blissful moments I have spent with you come crowding over me, and I feel most deeply grateful to God and you, and I have enjoyed them so long, and how hard it is for me to give them up and burn to ashes the hopes of a future when God willing we might have still lived and loved together and seen our boys grow up to be honorable manhood among around us. I know I have but a few claims upon divine providence, but sometimes something whispers to me, perhaps it is the wafted prayer from my little Edgar that I shall return to my loved ones unharmed. If I do not, dear my dear Sarah, never forget how much I love you, nor that when my last breath escapes me on the battlefield, I will whisper your name. Forgive my faults and my many pains I have caused you. How thoughtless, how foolish I have oftentimes been. How gladly I would I wash with my tears every little spot upon your happiness and struggle with all the misfortune of this world to shield you and my children from harm. But I cannot. I must watch you from the spirit land and hover near you while you buffet the storms with your precious little freight and wait with sad patience till we meet and part no more. But, O oh Sarah, if the dead can come back to this earth and flit unseen around those they loved, I shall always be near you in the grayish day and the darkest night amidst your happiest scenes and gloomiest hours always, always. And if the soft breeze fans your cheek, it shall be my breath, or the cool air cools your throbbing temples, it shall be my spirit passing by. Sarah, do not mourn me, dear. Think I am gone and wait for me. For we shall meet again. As for my little boys, they will grow as I have done, and never know a father's love and care. Little Willie is too young to remember me long, and my blue-eyed Edgar will keep my frolics with him among the dimmest memories of his childhood. Sarah, I have unlimited confidence in your maternal care and your development of their characters. Tell my mothers I call them God's blessing upon them. Oh, Sarah, I wait for you there. Come to me and lead hither my children, Sullivan. Major Sullivan Ballou was killed in the first battle of Bull Run a couple days later. Thank you for listening. Please go out and appreciate the sacrifices of those on this Memorial Day. All gave some, some gave all. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to Constructive Curiosity. Constructive Curiosity is presented by SFC Consulting. For all your career coaching, project management, and leadership development needs, SFC Consulting has the insight to get it right. Visit sfcconsultingservices.com for more information.